Yep. so much man anyway hello it's good like, people. oh go ahead, go ahead. it's forward. like the it's like the national anthem in the morning bro listen and then you'd be surprised how many how many people would just hit me just singing the theme song so how shout, do you sing the theme song they just humming it like it's a like it's a wrestling uh entrance or song <laughs> the titan tron yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming out like a stone cold anthem or song anyway yo 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 Hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the For The Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I'm joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, mm. a.k.a. El Capitan, a.k.a. Caps Lock, a.k.a. El Cap. How are you, beloved? I'm great. It's special tonight. It's special tonight. We got, a, we got um, lights. We got <laughs> lights. We got all types of um, fly-ass electronics and shit. It's like George gadgets Jetson. And gadgets. gadgets and gadgets. He just sat it down. Just I didn't see it. Just, this shit is I crazy. wasn't ready for that. Is that thing gonna start walking? Yo, this shit is moving by itself. Oh, don't oh. don't let it fall. Don't no, no, let it fall. Try, that shit gonna start walking. To get it right. Oh shit, don't drop the weed, bro. Don't drop it's gonna weed. walk around. <laughs> it's gonna ask me my name. I'm gonna be like, ah. Oh. And as dope as that shit is, this is why technology scares me so much, cause of shit like this. Yeah. Look, it's spinning by itself. This shit is crazy. All right, yeah. for those that don't know, because this is an audio podcast, I got my bro Jazz in here, and he just pulled out this super futuristic handheld. If you want to put a comic book on it to hold it down, device that yeah, is. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's straight. Right. Everything Gucci. Yeah, everything Gucci. All right. Good. We good to go. And you scared of my Alexa? <laughs> Now, if this bitch start talking, then I'm knocking it off the stool. Chas, you heard him. <laughs> I don't. I listen, man. You better. You better no, have him sign a waiver. Yeah. Yo, get up and run. Nah. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Let me see if that shit shoot missiles. Look. Nah, that's like. <laughs> see, look, that shit is crazy. This shit is wild. Technology is a motherfucker, man. Yeah, it makes it easier to get shit done. This is true. So all of my uh, entrepreneurs out there, if you need a handheld device, this is not a plug because they're not paying us, but go get the gimbal. This shit is super futuristic. It works amazingly. I am in awe right now. This shit is wild. If y'all can see me good, you know what I'm saying? And all of that good shit. Yeah, man. Shout out to technology. Oh, yeah. Church announcements. Follow the show on everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. Follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC. Follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's T Code for your herbal needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and all of that good shit like that there. Now, I wanted to bring my bro Jazz in here. Um, you know, he's uh, he's been on the show uh, 
I think background. He was just here. He's he's, he's this nigga's family, so <laughs> he's been here. But I wanted to bring him in and um kind of tell his story because he uh I feel like his story is something that needs to be told to the public. Um, I found it inspiring. I hope y'all find it inspiring. How you doing, bro? <clears throat> Uh, you know, everything's peace. I'm great. You know, can't complain. That's good, man. We just we just came back from a um, had an eventful week past couple of days. Uh, been out to some events, and I mean that's what I meant to tell you too. I just realized how washed I am going out with you niggas. <laughs> oh Cause, yeah, because I was fucking beat <clears throat> this morning. This, at this, what point are you gonna accept that? No, I've accepted saying that you're washed for like I've two ex- years. Yeah, I've accepted that I'm washed. It's just it is what it is, bro. I'm 32. It is what it is. It, it you know, it kind of comes with even though it really necessarily shouldn't. It kind of comes with uh, we're getting older, you know. Yeah, I got gray hairs. I get tired fast. I need naps and shit. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm not mad at it, but for mm-hmm. those that don't know, um, this is my bro Jazz. He is a <clears throat> inspiring entrepreneur fashion designer um building a media conglomerate all types of fly shit he got going on um i just wanted to talk to him well let let him talk to y'all and uh yeah man so how, how's everything bro uh yeah everything is um like i said everything is uh everything's great you know Everything is everything <laughs> yeah you know it's a little cold outside it's, 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 it's brick ass um <clears throat> But I wanted to start uh, where I wanted to start. Kind of, I guess we could gonna start from what brought you to this point, because I I know your story, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we have talks often off the mic, yeah, just about you kind of coming out your shell and you know being more open to yeah. being out in the public and talking to people and just kind of sharing your side of the story, mm-hmm. and um. You know, just just kind of just tell I, I, what what brought you to the point of being an entrepreneur. Honestly, like what really brought me into being an entrepreneur is kind of like it kind of like originated like from I would say from like my mother and also like my grandfather. So I guess you could say I guess it's kind of like so it's in in the blood already. Yeah, it's in there. You know, you just right. gotta like tap into it and bring it out. Right. But um, cause uh, <clears throat> I don't know for those who who may know or who do not know, my family uh owns a bar in Jersey City. Word. Um, used to be known as Nostalgias, but now it's known as uh, All Pros. But hold on, let we got pause right there. For those who don't know, who are not from Jersey City, formerly known as Nostalgias okay. was a well-renowned bar in Jersey City. Like it was. It is. Let me not say it was, but it is probably, if not the best bar in Jersey City, one of the best bars in Jersey City. Black owned. It was in the middle of the fucking hood. Mm-hmm. The owners were respected. Like it was just definitely one of the oldest standing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely yeah. withheld. If it, it withheld pretty, pretty, uh, pretty um severe. Uh, Situations in yeah, it's it 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 a lot of shit going on outside of nostalgia. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah, but um, so from there, that being in your blood, how did you? When did you realize that you needed to step out on your own, step into that same lane of being a 
entrepreneur. Okay. Well, um, like I said, it kind of it kind of like originated early. Like always seeing my mom, you know, grow up. Me growing up, you know, single family home. Her working as hard as she did right. to provide, but not necessarily doing it in the retrospect of working for someone, but for herself. Right kind of made me want that same thing. Right. And it also showed me, it gave me an example saying that it actually could be done. Yeah, you need those examples, especially early, because, you know, if we don't see it sometimes, we don't believe that it could be done. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times in our community, you know, we might see it on, like, TV or something. Or yeah. We might see it yeah. in the movies or some shit, but to have it that closest, mm-hmm. it, it helps a lot. Yeah, so, like, because of that, you know, it's like, when I was young, I always, like, I wanna have, I wanna do, you know, I wanna have my own business, work for myself, stuff like that. Right. Even though I didn't necessarily like have it completely figured out, right? It was just something that I always knew that I wanted, you know. And um, and I don't think it, it kind of took me to take a little rough patch in life to fully understand, mm-hmm. you know. Now, if, if you don't mind, what was that rough patch? All right. Um. So uh, it was uh the little rough patch was uh. It was an unfortunate bid, or like you know, I've got I had uh, got mixed up into a little trouble early on, and mm-hmm. because of that, you know, I had, I had did a little time. How long did you do? Um, what was it like exactly like forty months, but like give or take like three and a half years. Okay. And what did that experience teach you? I honestly, at this point, like that was one of like I would say like a bittersweet moment would want to be like, it would be like one of the greatest turning points of my life. Hmm. And why, why would you say that? Cause that is- What was the charge for? Just out of curiosity. Um, well, like the technical charge was like conspiracy to com- uh, commit robbery, you know? Okay. Huh. Because, um, you know, it's crazy. The thing I, the thing I actually got arrested for or locked up for was something I didn't want nothing to do with. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit here and say that I was like completely innocent of things at that time right. in my life. Right. But the actual thing that, that You didn't do. Nah, I didn't okay. want nothing to do with. Nobody was hurt. Yeah. Hmm, you know. Well, nah, nobody was hurt. That's fair. You know? That's fair. You gotta think yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, so it's like or like severely, you know what I mean? Right. But um it was you know, it was and you uh, did and you did what you did. You you did your time, you paid it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, the time itself, you know, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely challenging, but well worth it in a sense, you know what I mean? Because you don't necessarily like really get the time to to really ever dedicate truly to yourself, you know what I mean? So me being able to... I just think for a minute. Yeah, and and and, and be, like first like get put in a position that like something I couldn't change. Right. You know what I mean? So I had to really like completely like surrender to the fact that like I'm I'm here for a minute. Yeah. You know? Right. So that so with that, you know what I mean, you know, I've always been I've always been someone that like wants to make the best out of the situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, granted and I'm also a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. You it's know? True indeed. Yeah, that's a fact. So like, like again, it was a, it was a great, it was a great turning point because that time helped me find myself. You know, what I mean, to who I am today. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
Like, it was necessary. It definitely. Was, it becoming. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because before then, I was just, you know, living in the moment, you know, just Represent young, money. wild, and free. Yeah. You know, thinking I knew it all. Mm -hmm. And that gets a lot of people jammed up. Absolutely. You know, and then, um, and also having like a little attention and popularity, you know. So. Man, that shit. And, it, and it's crazy that even those small doses of attention and popularity can really corrupt you to a degree to thinking that you like king of the world yeah absolutely you're not thinking about any type of consequences for whatever you may do no you're not you know and it's just like you're so egotistical and like big-headed in a sense to right. where it's though like you don't necessarily really care mm -hmm. or you know your priorities are just completely misconstrued mm -hmm. and that was like one of my issues you know you felt like you was did you feel like you knew it all at that time um yes and no like i know i knew that i didn't know it all mm -hmm. but in the essence of the things in which i was doing i felt like i knew it all like you could like you can't tell me that what i'm doing you know what i mean anything about what i'm doing mm -hmm. because first of all foremost you need to check yourself you know it was just like right. i was you know it was real uh arrogant. rebellious oh definitely arrogant rebellious you know what i mean um ignorant you know in a sense but and also like still like real intelligent smart so it was like it was double-edged yeah it's a double-edged it, it helped you and it hurt you yeah so so it's like you knew better but you still chose to do the bullshit anyway yeah it's, you know because it's just like all right and i and i truly believe it's like regardless of what you do you know what i mean like good or bad if you whatever you put your your energies in and if you want to be the best at it you are mm -hmm. you know like like the Joker in a sense, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. All he wanted to do was just destroy. So he did, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. So like, all right. So per like around this time, like, cause I always read books, even in this time, like when I was younger. But like, I had a lot of anger built in. You know, mm -hmm. I had a lot of unaddressed issues that like right. needed addressing. That's why I promote therapy. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, therapy. definitely. Like. Me getting time to really sit down and focus on myself gave me the uh, the time to really be able to reflect and correct on a lot of things uh -huh. and do a lot of self-healing that I wasn't necessarily doing and a lot of blaming others that, you know what I mean, right. that granted was warranted but wasn't doing anything. Yeah, it wasn't going to change anything. Yeah, so, you know. And in in all of this, and in, in this time of you getting to sit, you said that this was a turning point. Mm-hmm. When when did it all click for you while you was while you were there? Well, or was it after you left that everything clicked? All right, so um, so like, so I caught the case. You know, I was in the county for like two weeks, bailed out. Mm -hmm. So when I bailed out, you know, like I tried to like at this point I tried to do like so. All right, let me backtrack a little bit. So before the case, I was going to school in Delaware. You know, I was going to Del State. And then, like, not necessarily, like, really being focused on school and not necessarily fully knowing what I wanted out of school, I wanted to take some time off, you know? Right. But I still was staying out in Delaware. So, I was I was still staying in Delaware, but I would come back between Delaware and Jersey, you know, mm -hmm. doing my little thing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, that's when I came back to Jersey, and then that happened. Right. You know? So, I caught the, uh, caught the case like February 2011 I had to either be like I don't know if I was like 19 or 20 uh, one or the other young you know and that's 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 a lot for any 19 year old to 
deal with. Mm-hmm. Like that's you 19. Like what the fuck do you know? And now you. It's like you just got your liberty. Right, and you just throwing and it away. Just got taken away. Yeah, from right. It's just like, you know, and then and the crazy thing about it, even like still, I am completely grateful for it because mm-hmm. again, like what I got in trouble for, I really didn't have nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sitting here saying that there wasn't other things that I was definitely uh. Mm-hmm. You know. So so what what contributes to that attitude of you being grateful for a situation like that? Because for majority of people Mm -hmm. they would look at a situation like that like it's very easy to be depressed it's very easy to be self-loathing just like yeah blame everybody Mm -hmm. just be like you said you already had unresolved issues of anger Mm -hmm. so how did you not let the anger of being in that situation compound with the already with the anger that was already in you um because like i so like when i was like when i when i bailed out you know what I mean? That pretty much was a wake-up call. Like, uh-huh. like at that, when I bailed out, I felt as though, like, all right, I learned from two fucking weeks. I don't need to fucking go, you know what I mean? Right. Like, this shit is over. Got, <laughs> got that lesson fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. This shit is over. <laughs> like, like all right, I know not to... Uh, <laughs> fuck around with the fuck around. Yeah, you feel me? It don't take me to have to really go down. Right. And so, um, so instantly, like, once I got home, I was trying to figure out different things. Uh-huh. And you know what was different? from when I built like I got locked up with the niggas that I did pretty much everything with mm-hmm. you know on the day to day usually like that so now when I build out all of them are still in there mm-hmm. so now I'm pretty much on my own mm-hmm. and like I never fully like allow myself to just be by yourself at this point in time you know what I mean like high school you know you get your boys and then you know what I mean I'm moving doing what you do right so like and then also me like I like I pretty much like kind of like wear my heart on my sleeve in a sense with the people that I truly care for mm-hmm. you know so like again I was never dedicating time to myself mm-hmm. you know so when I got out now I'm by myself and then now I'm just trying to figure out how to do whatever I can so I don't gotta go back to fuck the jail right you know so I try to I jump back in school go to Delaware jump back in school you know what I mean um, start getting like leniency letters from like people like professors mm-hmm. uh, people vouching for you yeah you know business people family friends you know right, pastors right. you know yeah, like, word, that's good. any and everybody you know what I mean but and I think this is in this and I say this is why I say mental health is a serious serious thing because in the time frame of me being home on bail is when like I felt as though I had like bouts of depression you know mm-hmm. from going to court once the court cases started mm-hmm. you know going back and forth to court lawyers and all that shit yeah you know what I mean your boy your boy sitting there telling on you snitching on you and then but telling oh, everybody God. that you're the one telling you know what I mean stuff like that but he's locked up and you're out you know what I mean but he's you know so he's now you got talking. yeah and, and also you know what I mean now you gotta worry about you know what I mean people out here that's associated affiliated with him and all that nonsense so you know I, it was a weird place for me because like <clears throat> When that happened, like, I completely, like, I think I felt like that turned me cold because I was just, like, hurt and mad, mm-hmm. you know? And, like... You felt like you didn't deserve it. Yeah, and it, and it was crazy. And I felt alone. I felt alone because it was, like, at this point, I wasn't really, like, like really rocking out with my family because I was just telling them the story I was sticking to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they coming at me about, you know... Other stuff. And then also trying to tell me that, like, you think your friends is going to hold you down? And I'm telling them, like, yeah, like, I've been around them more than I've been around y'all at this point. Yeah, they know me more than y'all. You know, ignorance and stuff like that, you know? So, 
that can we let's pause there for a minute because yeah. that's a that's something that's really plaguing the men in our community like we put a lot of emphasis on our boys and our homies and the niggas that we with and it's like yo I love this nigga he'll never do me wrong and this mm-hmm. that and the third and it'd be the same nigga mm-hmm. who will tell on you just to get out of time I had a discussion and, with one of my best friends in, in his car mm-hmm. years ago and um he started going he started bugging because I introduced this book to him The 48 Laws of Power uh-huh. <laughs> when you interest, when you introduce that book to a street nigga, it changes <laughs> his. It changes his psyche. The niggas be thinking all types. Yeah, of shit. yeah, because you know some of the stuff you realize you you know of, mm-hmm. and then some stuff you you realize you ain't know that much of. Right. Mm-hmm. So you start looking at people differently when you see those habits pop up. So he started bugging, right? But he fucked with me. He trusted me. A lot of my friends trusted me. Mm-hmm. And one day we were in the car and he was like, uh, we were talking about trust. And he said, I asked him, do you do you trust me 100%? And he said, yeah. And I said, I never want you to trust me 100%. Uh-huh. And he was like, why? Like he, he was adamant as to why is that so? And I said, because I care about you so much as a friend that I would never even trust myself not to hurt you. The people you love are gonna hurt you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah, absolutely. it's inadvertently, and sometimes it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like true love are the ones that you know who's worth suffering for. And, but and it's hard differentiating between the people who truly care about you and the people who just say that shit. Yeah. And then, you know, the ones that say it the most are usually the ones usually yeah usually that sure. those are the ones that'll fold immediately you my brother I love you yeah that's why that I like if you, if you say that shit too much to me I'm looking at you funny yeah, like, you probably, weird, if sure. it go down especially you, if it's around people yeah yeah but um back to what you were saying you 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 realize that essentially your homies ain't re- wasn't really your homies uh, yeah, or or you know, certain certain, certain ones, ones, certain ones yeah. wasn't really as yeah, you know, and it's crazy not to um off like the, like what you said about the forty eight laws of power, right? Like I said, like like I know how I said before, I always read. So there was a point in time, like around this time, like before, like around the time, or maybe even like right before I caught the case, like I started reading the forty eight laws of power, right? But I stopped. I put the book down. Because I was like already, I felt like I was already in like, you know what I mean? A weird headspace to where it's though like, like, all I seen like it doing for me was more malicious intent. You know, like I was gonna use the knowledge for for wrongdoings and like, it was, and I felt, and like, and it was crazy because when I was reading it, I felt like it was sending me in a place I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was then. You, you felt like you weren't ready. For that book at that time, yeah, it came but, too but, early. but that's actually yeah. no bullshit. That's yeah. com- that's a common feeling associated with that book. Like a lot of people feel like, even though there's a lot of good things in that book, for whatever reason, it pushed people towards a more nefarious path mm-hmm. to where they're using it for like self-interest and like stepping on people and and manipulating people for their own gain. Now, look, yeah. I'm not gonna completely show on the book because it's, it's a very good book, yeah. but yeah, it's some, it's some things in there that 
in the wrong hands is you know but i will say this though uh the the author was criticized a lot for that reason yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah he said his response to that was i didn't make that up yeah it's this is already what happens. So if you're disturbed at the facts, you should only be disturbed by society because mm, absolutely. it's not something that I created. You know, mm-hmm. I just observe the power plays and um, they're valid. The yeah. thing is, it's like it's just like uh, the force with Jedi's and stuff. Yeah, you, you could do just, bad, you, you could do good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like being aware of the wrongdoings is, uh, is important. You know, because you could at least be aware of the wrongdoings. But um, many good people utilize a lot of the nature of the book. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've read it. I've read it, you know, at a later date, you know. Yeah, I read it too. I finished it. It's good in the book. It's a lot of good. Yeah, it's a lot of good in the book. It's all about really being morally good. You know what? In that sense, what you're saying, Frank, it reminds me of the Bible a lot. Because some people will interpret the Bible for all for for the morally good, mm-hmm. um, selfless, loving the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm, point of view, mm-hmm. and other ones would be like, "I hate the gays," yeah. or "Don't eat meat," or yeah. "Don't masturbate us," or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like it's crazy always shit. yeah, it's just some crazy shit. Turn it against you. Yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, yeah. but I guess honestly, you could kind of use that for anything. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. But now nah, that was me personally knowing that like the mental state I was at. You know what I mean? I was on some shit where I was still trying to like, in a sense, do dirt, you know? So all that was gonna do was just make me do the dirt mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I'd be a better criminal. <laughs> so I was like, nah, let me put this on hold, just put it back on the shelf for a little while, mm-hmm. we'll pick you back up. Mm-hmm. And eventually yeah, I picked it back up, you know what I mean? So, so during, during that time, after you got, when you was out on bail and you going through this mm-hmm. mental process, does that make you gravitate to your family more? Because you were saying that you didn't really rock with them like that before then. So now that you're in this situation, you're kind of seeing, I guess the the, the haze is clearing mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Does that make you gravitate to your family more? Um, Yes and no. Okay. Yes, it makes me want to gravitate to my family more and stuff like that. But then, you know, it's just certain issues with them that's like, that was still like... You can't resolve yet. Yeah, and also, and I was pretty much like, I was at like a a, a vulnerable state, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it was like, I was going through them with that. I still had in the back of my mind of like, not necessarily like knowing what's going on with the case. Because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> first the number, like at first it was, you know, looking like, you know what I mean? I was, you know, wasn't going to be too much. Right. Then it comes to find out that, like, you know, he was telling it and all this. That. My lawyer told me straight up that if we stuck together, that we would beat it. You mm. know, there was so many, it was so many mishaps with the with the way in which the police went about stuff, mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. We would have beat it, you know. But he told the first, like, when we got interrogated. Shit. But Jasper at 19 didn't need to beat that. I'd have felt as though I was untouchable, you know what I mean? You know, it had just been like, look, I, I honestly, I don't know, I can't say. Because when it, like I said, when it happened, I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, it's no, a, it was a shell shock. I, I could kind of see that though, because if you're 19 and you beat a court case, that could potentially sit you down for 
double digit years mm-hmm. if you beat that yeah you're gonna feel untouchable fuck all y'all y'all yeah. can't do shit to me yeah. i just beat this court case it's just like it's just like when dudes beat murder raps and they just come out like fuck all y'all y'all can't y'all, yeah, i'm untouchable teflon yeah and like and it was weird for me because like like i'm i already was already in the mind state like yo we only in this motherfucking situation because i didn't want nothing to fucking do with it right because if i did you know yeah, wouldn't we wouldn't be, yeah, we wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. That like, you know, the psyche is a crazy thing. But um, I did try to like reach out. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely got a lot closer with the fam. But also, it's like I was in a weird place that like mm. I was depressed. You know what I mean? I didn't really have nobody to really relate to that knew what the fuck I was going through. So shit like that. So you at this time you didn't confide in anybody? Nah, I just was like, I just was um, I just was like. Aimlessly like living, you know, and that's not the greatest thing, no, but it was like, all. um, just wandering around through the smoke that leads to uh, depression, yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is like, Absolutely. like, I had little bouts of depression, that's what I'm saying. Mental health is, is a crazy thing, mm-hmm. and then it took, it took like, honestly, I even home, I was trying to figure out ways in which I could run, truthfully. Like, I'm like, man, fuck this jail shit, you know. <laughs> Like, I'm about to see where like I could go. This, that, he this. was trying to book it. <laughs> to yeah. That's why I say everything happens for a reason. Because, like, like truthfully, like, I was really trying to figure out ways to get the fuck away. I didn't know where the fuck I was going. But I just knew I didn't want to go to jail. You know what I mean? That's fair. So, um, like, uh, I, I jumped back in school where I'm trying to do the right thing. <sighs> My, uh, like... She wasn't even my girlfriend at the time. As on and off girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, like I got my apartment in Delaware. You know, she, she, she's going to Delaware State too, shit like that. I got my girlfriend at the time, pregnant. Uh, you in know, a, in the midst of all of this. In the midst of all of this, like unintentionally. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, and mind you, mind you, she gets pregnant, and it's like, and it's, when she gets pregnant, like. It's not the greatest of times because, like, we broke up before I had caught the case. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, we wasn't together, but you know, still like the back and forth shit. Mm-hmm. So when I got out, like, when I got out, I'm trying to do everything. Like, like I'm trying to, like, you know, be the upstanding uh, person yeah. I could be, student. You know, son. <laughs> Try to be a model citizen. Absolutely, you know. And and with that came trying to get back with her. You know. So at this time, I'm trying to do all the little cute shit. You know what I mean? Get everything situated. She ain't with none of that shit. Not even a little bit. You know? Yeah, man. Staying at the crib. Yeah, you gotta wear that. You know that. what I mean? Eating a nigga everything, you know? <laughs> Talking crazy, you know what I mean? Demanding shit, you know? Yeah. Like, cool. But then, you know, she wasn't with it. Then I tried to have a conversation with her. Like, look, like, I got too much going on for you to just be like... Yeah. Because, you know, she treating me like shit. And I'm trying to treat her like a queen at this point, you know? Because I already did the dirt that hurt her. You know, so I'm trying to get out the doghouse in a sense. Yeah, you got a lot going on at this time. Yeah, and I'm trying to tell her, like, I got other shit to worry about rather than if you really want to be here or not, you know? So then when I got in the headspace, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I got to focus on me. Uh That's when she got pregnant. The universe is funny in that way. You get what I'm saying? So that's like, so that's why I'm like, you know. So now, like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, like, pay attention to the sign. So, like, Uh that kind of, like, was like, oh shit, it's real now. It's really real. Yeah. Now. So I'm like, now, nah, like now, nah, I can't run. <laughs> no, not at all. Can't run. Um, I gotta figure some shit out. 
You know what I mean? So that's when I really like was like, fuck how I feel now. What the fuck am I gonna do? So what what happens? So now that you at this point, you out on bail. Mm-hmm. You realize you have a child on the way. When did you find out that you were gonna have to sit down for those years? Um, like, well, at this point, when when the kid comes in, like, uh, I kind of still knew, like, at this point, I knew I was going to have to go back in. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, it wasn't just determined how much, like, how long. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and it wasn't even fully, like, it was just me feeling, like, it wasn't like, like, yeah, you going to jail, nigga. It was just more so, like, yeah, at this point, this nigga's telling all of this going mm -hmm. on. Like, so, eventually, it's coming. Yeah. And it was just like, um, so I had the conversation with his mother, you know what I mean? And it was crazy because at first, you know, like she, like she had decided, like, well, we had decided, but that we wasn't going to keep it. Mm -hmm. And um, then it was just like, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, because I, you know, I, you know, how I've always had a good, I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm like, are you ready for a kid? I'm ready for a kid. I'm, uh, uh, except for the fact that I got to, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mentally, yeah, we, we, could, we could figure it out. Cool. Right? But, so she's like, yeah, um, like, yeah, I don't know, I'm not really ready, you know, like, cool. So we decide we're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. but, but we're in Delaware, so she wants to get the abortion back in Jersey. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, whenever we go back, you know, when we get the break, we go, we take care of it. Right? She didn't want to get the abortion without telling her mother. Mm. So when we was in Delaware, now at this point, like, even though, like, we decided we wasn't going to be together, I'm still like, you know what I mean? She's still staying there. Because now, you know, until, until, you know, until. Right. She's trying to do the right thing. Yeah, you know. So, you know, um, still, we, we still, like, sleeping in the bed with each other, even though, like, we can't stand each other at this point right mm -hmm. now, you know. But we're still getting along, but it's weird, you it's know? A, it's a toxic situation, man. Yeah, so it's just like, all right, until we handle this, we just got to put up with each other. Mm -hmm. We get back to Jersey. That's the, ain't that the worst shit ever? Word. That's the worst shit ever. Word is fun. And then, so we get back to Jersey, right? So she, she didn't want to get the abortion without telling her mother. When she tells her mother, Mom Dukes is all for it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you get an abortion? Mm. No. Like, you know. Like, you know. God sent shit. All right. So, um. We decided to keep it, you know? So now. Keep him. So now you have. A baby on a, the way. A baby boy on the way. And then you get sentenced. Yep. So I have the baby on the way. I have the baby on the way, and I'm still going back and forth to court. Mind you, the whole time while she's pregnant, me and her aren't getting along, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, like, still, like, real stressful in a sense mm -hmm. because, like, now, and it's just me, like, like just overthinking and overanalyzing mm -hmm. certain shit. Like, yo, I'm going to go to jail. She's going to try to take the kid, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, just like, worst, worst case scenario. Just, yeah, just, just right, all right. in the deep end. Yeah, like, all in the deep end. Deep in the deep end. You know? So, um... So uh, I'm going to court, and then now at this point, like the rest of my co-defendants, they're starting to cop out. So like they're taking deals, okay. Which 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 means that I have to take a deal, right. or like that's forcing my hand to take a deal in a sense. Mm -hmm. Or I gotta uh, like I was the last one to cop out. 
You know what I mean? Everybody copped out. And then I literally was sitting in the courtroom with the trial papers on one side and the fucking, the deal, the deal agreement on my lap. Mm-hmm. My mother standing there with me and I was on the phone with my cousin. My mom's at this point, she like, yo, whatever you do, you know what I mean? Like the lawyer, you know, he telling me that like, because the way this shit went, like, you know, you know, me might as well take the deal. Feel me? So you didn't have any other options, really? No, cause like, yeah, I was uh, I was back against the wall at that point, you know. And um, I either had to take the deal or go to trial. And within their deal, you know, what I mean, it'd be set up towards like you gotta like when you take a plea agreement, you gotta admit your wrongdoings and whoever else is involved in a sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, oh boy, that it was six of us. Oh boy, that. T- out of six of us, only one nigga told. You mm-hmm. know, those are some good odds for the you know the amount of uh, right. usually, parties involved. Yeah, usually it's like fifty percent of niggas will tell. Yeah, you know, or it'd be two. Yeah, fifty percent because you know two niggas like oh nah that nigga did it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like oh wait a minute, you know. So like, you know, but um so but within you know within the deal agreements like yo like like yes I did what I did you know what I mean and if they you know if they ask about yeah, you know what I mean? Right. So, they all copped out to five years. Dude that told copped out to six. Uh. Because he had a weapon or whatever. So, I took the I took the deal, right? And now, mind you, I agreed to take the five years, five with 85. That means I got to do 85% of the five years with mandatory three years parole. Right. Um. Now, since I already agreed to take the deal I'm just trying to get this shit postponed as much as I possibly can <laughs> you know what I mean like every time I'm supposed to get sentenced I got the lawyer in there talking about a reason why you know I gotta finish school you know right. just trying to extend it as long as yeah, you can yeah 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 so I did that a few times and then then I even got it extended for the birth of my son you know and then because of my son they get instead of the five years the judge gave me four years okay. so I had to do four with 85 which turned out to be like the 40 months uh-huh. and then three years parole so so now you 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 go in. Mm-hmm. Your son is here. Yep. And you know you said earlier that you know this was probably one of the best times. You're grateful for this time. Mm-hmm. How did you how did you come to determine that this was grateful having that much stress, being in prison, having a newborn son, yeah. and all the other stress associated with that. All right, so now, like, once it was, like... All right, so at first it was very stressful. Like, being home on bail was very stressful because, like, it was that the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Not knowing how much time I was going to get, not knowing what was really going to happen, you know what I mean? Not necessarily having no definitive idea of anything. Right, but now that you have that, what is your it mind was, state? I was like, all right, so now you know you're going in. Now you know, right. regardless, you got to do what the fuck you got to do. You got to figure it out, make the most of it, and boom, right? So look, let me make it. Let me paint the picture a little bit more for you because, like, with this, like, with the postponement of my son, I still only got to be there for the first three weeks of his life. You know how? You know what I mean? That's rough. It's rough as fuck. You know. So it's like, yeah, that, that's that's hard, especially with your first kid, and then you can only see your child for those first three weeks and they don't know who they kind of know who you are but they really don't know who you are Mm -hmm. and how did you handle that going in knowing that okay I'm not gonna see him until he's four you know it was a little rough but um 
like kind of just like at this point this when like the family came into play like you know like you know what i mean my mom's reassuring me that regardless like he ain't going nowhere like you know what i mean and at this point like oh like two weeks prior to me having to uh, actually go sentence and turn myself in like um me and uh my son's mom like you know she kind of like broke down and was like yo i just realized like we've been arguing and fighting the whole time that like uh, you know what i mean i've been pregnant you know and now like we wasted that time and now you're about to leave you know so it was more right. so like uh you know i really want to be there for you do this that and the third mm-hmm. i'm like you sure because uh you know but you know that's kind of like like it was reassuring in the sense that like because like even after like the fact that like we had to talk that like if our relationship failed she's mm-hmm. like that ain't got shit to do with you know the child right so that well, was that's like good. that's that good was like though. yeah so that was like real re- that was like that was like kind of like reassuring in a sense so you know it like lightened the plight but then like this is why i'm happy i, I like i actually was a homobile because i got to map out how i was gonna do my bit mm. like i knew exactly how i was gonna go about it so how do you map out a bit um all right so the first foremost like all right, so like with my family bar, right? I was uh, I was going I was going in there a few like a few times, and it's like an older crowd. Mm-hmm. So like the demographics they target is at least like thirty and up, thirty five, shit like that. Right. Mostly all them niggas in there did at least one or two bids. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, that's true. Shout out to nostalgia. So like, no, I'm not not even just in nostalgia. You know, it's just like just being around men the in the hood. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Men who like same situation in a sense. So. Like I talked to a few people that you know what I mean that that had that actually like walked those walks and like been in those situations a little bit and then also I was sitting down figuring out what I wanted you know yeah so I had um so like you know I like I thought like you know I thought about the like the ability like being able to go to school in there you mm-hmm. know what i mean and then you know eventually doing some time going into the halfway house and all that so like i'm like i bet you know i'm gonna do the, whatever little time i gotta do try to get in school while mm-hmm. i'm still locked up mm-hmm. get in the halfway house go to the while i'm in the halfway house go to school mm-hmm. and milk and i mean like milk that shit and get the fuck right back out right so I had set the game plan and then and I also was like, you know, I'm gonna really and I also was just thinking about like I'm gonna take this time to really read, you know what I mean? Like, what Get was you reading there? Um one of my number one favorite books was uh I'm gonna give you different books. I'm gonna give you I was what, reading What's the top one? Your top one. The first. top one that really like that kinda like really hit home and that really like left a mark and helped me ascend in a sense. Mm-hmm was the autobiography of Malcolm X. That's a great fucking book. As told to Alex Haley. That's a great book. Yeah, I've read that book probably twice, and now that you said it, I think I'm going to read it again. Absolutely. That's a great book. I was just talking. I just was telling Kwa to read it because, you know what I mean? It helps, like, a lot. It's so much in that book. but It, pu- it puts things into a proper yeah, perspective absolutely. of being a black man in America. Absolutely. Regardless of then, now, whatever. And it shows you the beauty within... You know what I mean? Focusing on yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Well, which you you can like, you can be one thing, and then with the little, with the little work, like yeah, you can always ascend. You can always be more. Yeah, you could be more than what you are. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us don't, especially black men. A lot of us 
aren't told that on a regular basis so we get into this habit of not believing that that can happen yeah. that we can be more than what we are mm -hmm. and that book along with some others that's escaping me right now that book is like the same in the same vein as you mm -hmm. like it helped me realize okay i don't i'm not a um I'm not chained to my circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. I can always be better than what I am. Like mm -hmm. I, all, I can always like it's never too, that that book taught me that it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Never ever at all. As long as you got breath in your body. Exactly, it's never too late. You can always change. You can always strive for self improvement. Like, yeah, man, I love that. Y'all go yeah. read that the autobiography autobiography of Malcolm X is told to. Uh, was, uh, was Alex Haley. Alex Haley. Go read that book. That's yep. a fantastic book. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, inspirational, motivational, thought provoking. You know, and um, cause even in one uh in the book, he's uh, I don't know, I don't completely remember the quote verbatim, but it was something around like in the hectic pace of today's society, um, a man doesn't have a man doesn't have time to think. And then he said, and then later on in the quote, he said, I put prison second to college for a man to go for some, and utilize some time to think. He said, if a man can, uh, if a man can change himself in prison, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Boom, you know. And, and you know what? I, I'm, my, with that, I'm, we're off on a little tangent, but fuck it. Um, I want to figure out how we can get that time to think by removing prison mm -hmm. because i know on the outside you know it's, it's so many distractions Absolutely. there's so much shit going on there's easy our fucking phones keep us distracted all of the time mm -hmm. it's so it's life on top of you know everything else is going on there's so many other things that can keep you kind of i guess hypnotized in a yeah. sense to where you're not really thinking you're just kind of on autopilot going through life mm -hmm. so my thing well one of my things is i really want to figure out how we can get that time to think and really improve ourselves without having to sit down and having to take a unfortunate circumstance like prison yeah honestly i uh one way to uh combat that or or, or to um to address that would would be all right, so like, like I'm like from now until this, like then, mm -hmm. times have changed a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's people true. like people care a lot more. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? People are more consistent with their um, you know, with their uh, with like just I think, being involved. Yeah, you know I think I mean? people. I think at this time, from maybe yeah, and this is funny in the span of like four years, I think people have gotten more aware of their mm -hmm. own personal. I guess demons for lack of a better word and I'm seeing a, a more effort into people trying to figure out those demons try to try to work on those those self-improvement things yeah. so but okay so get back to story, get whatever. Back um so you're in prison now mm -hmm. you're sitting you're reading you're working on um you know your your self improvement. You're you're dealing with things that you didn't have time to deal with. Mm -hmm. What is your plan for when you as you're getting closer to being released? What is your plan? All right. So now at this point, like all right, now at this point, I'm in prison, right? And mind you, prison is at like where I was at this point. What, what was wasn't you? even fucking prison. You know, I was that I was in I was in Annabelle. 
Innerdale, uh, Mount Youth Correctional Facility. Youth Correctional Facility, mm-hmm. meaning from 18 to, I think, like 28, mm-hmm. something like that, in between. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a crazy amount of time, that's where you go, you know. Um, so I put an emphasis on the Youth Correctional Facility because it wasn't even set up or structured as like a prison. It was structured up as like a school, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still was an institution. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, like at this point, I'm studying, I'm reading the Bible, I'm reading the Quran, I'm studying Taoism, uh, I'm just reading books, like all like self-help, um, autobiography, stuff like that. Cause I'm not a big like storybook reader. Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like, like novels and fiction. Yeah, all that shit. shit. I don't got time for that shit. You know what I mean? Practicality. Yeah, it's like, you know, I you know, reading is reading. It's all like it's conducive. Well, what's, what's but like right now. Yeah, I need to get to the nitty gritty, you sharpen, know. Sharpen the mind. Yeah. So like I had I had a shitload of books and it was just obnoxiously like like in my little area area and people used to come like niggas that was in that was locked up with because I stayed in the dorm my whole bit. Mm-hmm. That was another thing. I didn't go to a cell. I did the whole I did my whole did the, my whole first half in like a dorm setting, mm-hmm. and then um, and then from there I had I got shipped out to prison, mm-hmm. <laughs> to prison for like seven to eight months, and then I went to that house. Okay. But we'll get to that and shit like that, cause like everything like everything literally like happens for a reason, and then it, it all worked out like to a T for me. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like I said, I'm around everybody that's like for the most part my age. So I'm just sitting there studying niggas. You know what I mean? I see, I'm sitting there, sitting down, just, you know, just observing how niggas move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Real niggas, fuck niggas, the bitch niggas, everybody. You just get to see and sit back, the CEOs, everybody. So I just got, I just sat back and just watched mm-hmm. at times, you know? And, um, you know, and, um, and I used to just study them for the most part like mm-hmm. based on the conversations we would have their mindsets with how they were already looking at getting out right. you know what I mean where they were inside what they were trying to do you know what I mean and how, how did that help you studying people? oh it helped me because like like alright um there's this quote that say every man is superior is my superior in one way shape or form that's, that's a fact you know what I mean? In that, you can learn from them. You can learn what to, what to do, what not to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? How to move, how Absol- not to move, absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So I would just sit there and then, like, like I used to just, like, all right. So I, like, when I used to lay in the bed, I used to just, like, visualize, like, myself, like, everything blank. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, on, like, I, like, I would just, like, on one side, just think about certain things that, like, like, certain attributes or characteristics, characteristics that I have that people, like, praised or necessarily like were they positive yeah yeah, yeah 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 then i would also you know the negative and then i would just try to like like refine you know what i mean reflect and correct sift through you mm-hmm. know myself and then just make my changes so like when i used to sit back and watch i could see like you know if somebody says something if i seen something to someone that somebody said that it was a way in which i carried myself and mm-hmm. I, that i would never try to just listen to I'm like oh shit that's what they meant like mm-hmm. yeah i was on some bullshit yeah you know yeah, what i mean so yeah. then you can like you see yourself in other people yeah absolutely and then it was just it was just little different things like if i seen the habit of a of of, of of somebody that i liked you know what i mean i emulated it you know what i mean in mm-hmm. a sense like found in my way to which made it work for me mm-hmm. you know and i just was like 
I'm just going through it. And then also, like, maneuvering through the waters. And, like... Yeah, because it's very easy to get jammed up in there mm-hmm. because there's so much going on. And it's like, you know, I've never been in prison or jail or anything like that. Yeah. But talking to different people who have been in there, a common theme is that if one mishap can send you down a bad path in there. Yeah, so, like... Like and then and you know what I mean and me personally like I didn't like I didn't get in one fight I just had to smack one nigga yeah. that was it I mean smacking niggas is necessary sometimes yeah you know but other than that like liberating. yeah but other than that you know what I mean I ain't never I'm never I ain't never getting no smacking shit. niggas is liberating but like like I should I say like I should come back and we like and I like go through the house maneuvering through the waters <laughs> and everything you know okay, what I mean yeah, but this ain't the time for yeah, that you know. But, um, so yeah, so like, and that's why I say everything happened for a reason. Cause like, like within myself, before I caught the case, like, you know what I mean? Um, I, you know, I had my own, like my own battles with like faith and shit like that too. Mm-hmm. That play, I, I think played a little part in certain, in certain ways in which I was carrying myself. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was a point in time, like I lost complete faith, but like I lost completely, complete faith, but I was on some bull shit. You know, well, you was on a bullshit because you lost complete faith. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm saying everything. Yeah, it usually happens like that. Usually, yep. that that level of spirituality kind of keeps you grounded. Yeah, and losing that, you get like, I guess you be, you, you become more self destructive and losing that stability of, you know, having a, a, a anchor like spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't like the whole like the aspect of like. Believing in the unseen, in a sense, mm-hmm. was like not the easiest for me because I'm I'm somebody that deals with like absolutes in a sense. Right. You know, Science. it gotta make fucking sense. You know, well, I mean, sometimes with, with that Martha, what's the MLK quote? Sometimes you know, faith is just taking that first step. Absolutely. So, um, so that happened. So then, like, now being back, like now, well, now being incarcerated, I was uh. I was going to different, like, you know, little church services, trying to figure certain stuff out. I had got a little study Bible. I'm reading, you know, I'm studying the Bible, you know, trying to connect some dots or whatever, studying the Quran, everything. But I'm just trying to, like, just trying to seek to understand. What were you looking for? Hmm. Uh, part of me was looking for, like, betterment within myself. Part of me was looking for like an understanding of things greater than me. Mm. Um, you wanted to know truth through knowledge. That's it. Just wanted, just wanted to seek it. Just, just was it more of a like? What's the word I'm looking for? Was it more of a? I need to know if this is real. Yeah, kind of, sort of too. And also, it was more so that. And part of me wanted some type of like, like, um. Like reassurance. Yeah. And also, I wanted a little, I guess, a little forgiveness, you know what I mean? For, like, like certain shit that I've done, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, like, you know what I mean? You just wanted to make sure everything you've done wasn't in vain. Yeah. You wanted to know you were a good person. Yeah, you know, and and also, like, and I wanted to be a good person going forward, right. you know? And that alone already <laughs> makes you a good yeah, person. Yeah, because you're trying to be a good person. You uh, want to be a good person. that's harder than anything. Yeah. Because a lot of niggas... Sometimes you got to smack niggas. Yeah, and a lot of niggas <laughs> will just lean into that and be like, you know what, this is who I am. I'm just going to be the bullshit fuck nigga, and that's just what it is. Yeah. So you... 
making that commitment to try to be better, to try to, what's the word, atone for mm-hmm. your sins, so to speak. And then, and then at the back of my mind is, um, all I was just thinking about the fact is that I was going home to a little boy that I didn't want to go through the things which I went through. So now you have an example to set. Yep. So that kind of strengthens your resolve to find that um, forgiveness and knowing that you can be a good person because now you have someone looking up to you. Mm-hmm. And it's and and I and I completely understand where you're coming because I have girls. Yeah. And even even though I do have girls, they because we're men, we still need to set a certain example for our children. Mm-hmm. It's more engaged when it's a boy because he's watching your every move. Girls watch your every move too, but they always can fall back on their mother. Yeah. With boys, it's just like, you're his first superhero. Mm-hmm. So That's anything true. my father could do, I can do that. My father did that shit, I could do it. Yeah. So now you come, so now I completely understand that need to be like, okay, I gotta get this shit together because when I come home, I have to let him know that even though I did this little bid or whatever I got into that that doesn't define who I am he doesn't even know that shit well I mean uh, thank God he's still young you don't have to have that conversation with him yet but you you mean even now like blessing in disguise yeah Mm -hmm. you became a better man for yourself absolutely and you know what it really was because my father my father's incarcerated my father's been incarcerated since I was like nine you know what I mean and I I I thought it was earlier than that you know but Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, like, at this point, all I'm just, I'm just trying to just focus Sins. myself to be the man for Sins. him that I wanted for me. Sins of the father, you know what I mean? man. Sins of the father. So, man. I'm busting my ass. Like, look, like, like the whole bit itself, like, mentally and all of that, it was challenging. You know what I mean? I can say it was hard, but it was challenging because I was challenging myself. You know, um, I, I did it with family members and, like, you know, I spoke to a couple people here and there, but like I didn't do it with no girls. Like my uh, my son's mother left me within like the first couple of months, so you know how that goes, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once she left, I just was like, all right, well, f- fuck bitches. Let me focus on me. <laughs> Let me get my shit in order. Right. You know, you need that sometimes. Boom. So like even when I used to talk to some of my boys, they'd be like, yo, so and so want me want me to uh want me to get you the info so you could write them. You know, call you call call them on three way. I'm like, nah, I ain't be. You know, because at this point, like, I'm, I'm trying to say focus. Settling down. I got to focus, lock in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, I want to completely be the man that I wanted right. for, for my son. Yeah, You don't, don't need those out the, outside distractions sometimes. Absolutely not. And that's what, you know, and now, like, now that, like, they speed up, like, um, you know, I listen to different, like, podcasts and, um, like, different, like, motivational speeches from some, uh, some of these reputable uh, speakers. And, um... You know, they say like true success isn't like what you, what you, what you, what you uh, obtain. necessarily obtain. It's like, it's, it's pursuing like a worthy ideal. Right. As long as you are pursuing something that you truly want and you understand what having you want. a moral code, so to speak. Absolutely, and also having it like a goal or like a direction. Yeah, so having some set purpose. Purpose yeah. is a better word. Yeah. And um and with that it kinda helped me like develop like an understanding of dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Because like I've come to realize it's easier 
for me to deal with people that like somewhat have an understanding of who they are and also have like an understanding of what they want or where they want to go in life right you know because when you when you know where you want to go or you feel as though you got somewhere to go you don't got time to be stopped you know what i mean or you don't got time to deal with the frivolous bullshit that most people tend to tunnel vision yeah tunnel vision so with that like and i've seen that like people like that's why they say you stay around like-minded people you you know i mean you associate yourself with people in the same caliber because yeah they they, they don't have time for the bullshit like you don't have the time yeah and they don't want yeah and they don't want to be subsided or subtract right so we're gonna fast forward a little bit so you're doing your bed Mm -hmm. you come home yeah you're home Mm -hmm. now what yeah, I kind of started like before I came home because, I, like I said, from there I went to the halfway house. So in the halfway house, I was going to school. Mm-hmm. So um, I started. Uh, my whole plan was to go to business school. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was. That was my angle I was working. So I was getting. Oh, I was reading a lot of like entrepreneur books and stuff like that to mm-hmm. just just brush up on LLC sub sub corporations and all and you know what I mean the jargon and the understanding. Right. So so that like all right. So I get in, I'm in the halfway house. Halfway house like goal is to get the fuck out of the building by going to school right start going to school having these motherfuckers pay for it mm-hmm. and then so once you get out yeah boom right all right so i start going to uh so i'm going to school i'm going to business school you know um and at this point it's great because uh like i said i'm gonna come back and we're gonna get in depth about like how i'm maneuvering through that water too mm-hmm. that shit was crazy but um so like I'm 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 mapping it out now. I'm going to I'm going to the school. Not only am I taking the classes in which I want to learn what what I want, I'm also being able to um, put in other research into the like you know I get to go into the computer lab. Mm-hmm. So all the shit that I've been trying to look up and really research that I was locked while I was locked up, I can now. Mm-hmm. So aside from the school, I got access back to you know the world, the world, and I'm making the most of it. You know what I mean? Making the most of it, and. Um, and um, so, you know, school, I was in the school thing, and I'm already setting up certain, like, you know, I'm trying to plant seeds, so mm-hmm. once I get out, I could just go. So, um... Wait, and what were the seeds that you planted? All right, so, like, uh... So, um... Like, well, as you know, like... Well, as you know, I have yeah. the... You know, I wanted to do the, uh, the fashion thing. Right. You know what I mean? Start dibbling and dabbling within the clothing industry. Mm-hmm. So I'm researching, like while I'm in the like halfway house, I'm researching up, I'm researching different like equipment mm-hmm. that I'm gonna purchase as soon as I get out. Mm-hmm. Um, different techniques, you know. I'm just trying to like, you know, just look up research and anything that I can find that you know that can just help me. Right. I'm 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 already looking up certain places I want to go to, certain people I want to talk to to just be like, yo, you know what I mean. Like, if I want to get this shirt done or this hoodie made, I'm trying to get it done. You know, I know where to go once I get out. Mm-hmm. And I actually had this girl that 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 got me my first, like, hoodie of, like, the brand that mm-hmm. I was creating made while I still was in the halfway house. Aside from that, aside from that, um, I'm planting different seeds within, like, the relationships with the professors. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm sitting there trying to, like establish certain relationships and honestly i think like like with the school i need to go back and just really tap back in with them because good, man school's always good i'm a big but yeah. i'm a big advocate for school I like yeah. school yeah but you know but i literally was just like like going 
for the like the knowledge. I wasn't going for the grade. Yeah, Word. you know what I mean. Absolutely. And it was crazy because once again, like I developed a like that's another thing that jail really did for me. It, it helped me really be like sit back and like be more observant mm-hmm. in a sense towards and like completely more open minded, completely more open minded because like like how I was studied. You know, I was studying the kids in the class. Mm-hmm. Most kids in the class are not in there to really like acquire the knowledge mm-hmm. they're just there to acquire the grade you know so like there's times like like I right, at this point I had like a, a 389 GPA too mm. you know what I mean but there was times where I still didn't do some of the work because I just didn't want to do it mm. you know and it wasn't like and then I tell the professor like uh, no I didn't do it like why like like now I explain to him mm-hmm. you know because the assignment was this that and the third and really I just was at, you know what I mean boom and then I wasn't and I told him and I had to talk with him I'm like I'm not necessarily here to make the grade like like you see how attentive I am in class answering questions and stuff like that like because um I really want to know like right. sociology like right. like yes you I just need want to, to learn you don't yeah, want to yeah, yeah, learn. yeah I want to educate myself to mm-hmm. my to the much of my ability and um yeah, yeah so so you, you you you've gained all of this knowledge now and now that you're free um. Now you're off parole mm-hmm. officially. Yep. Shout out to you. Yeah. Um. So now you have the fashion line that you're working on, mm-hmm. or that you have, not mm-hmm. even working on. Yeah. What other ventures do you start working on after that? Um. As it like, like oh, after that, I've, I started throwing different events. Um. I started like kind of. I kind of fell into like a like a consultant in a sense for a lot, right. like for a lot of different. Uh, I guess like categories in business like using that knowledge you have to, to share mm-hmm. with others yes. yeah and yeah. help them with the things in which they you know they they're pursuing and that's kind of like that was kind of like my approach in it like I wanted to invest more into people than mm-hmm. anything else you know because um, I realized that a lot of issues that we face as black people, it's because we try to face them alone, right. you know? And um, I wanted to combat that in a sense. And I still want to combat that now, right. but just in a different light. Right. So I'm trying to be, like you said, I want to become more vocal, mm-hmm. telling my story, sharing my story. Um, also sharing the knowledge in which that I've acquired, you know what I mean, in different forms and fashion. Yeah, because what's the point of all that knowledge if you're not going to share it? Absolutely, and then, you know what I mean? And you know, each one, teach one and that was another beautiful thing like like my bid was so perfect in a sense for like my growth mm-hmm. because I got the knowledge itself in the halfway house you know what I mean yeah. and like, was right on time yeah because it was our, I was already I was already pretty much putting knowledge you know in by myself then when I had then when I had went from like the little kitty jail to the uh, to the prison, I was I went from like being like uh, in a mixed age group, but like like sound mind like mm-hmm. older than right. The, uh, the frequency was different than the masses. But then when I went down <coughs> when I went down to Bayside, Bayside is like like South South Jersey, like right, when you right. driving three hours and you still in this little ass state we call Jersey. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like. The COs are, are from incest and all types of weird. Um, yeah, some weird nasty shit. You know, you know what I mean. 
no, you know. Yeah, whatever. This is already is. That right. shit nasty. That shit is nasty. <laughs> you know, and you know, nasty ass. Certain, uh, you uh, you know, you know, certain so, coaches that does. So, so now that you know, you've you've been free for some time now. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you. Yeah. You know, I always see you out here moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. What advice would you would you give to other inspiring entrepreneurs? <sighs> Never give up. Never quit. Understand that, like, it is something that you're going to completely fail forward in doing, mm. you know, because it's like the difference between me and a lot of people my age that I that that try to pursue the same things or just things in general. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I can't speak for people older necessarily, but it's all the same shit. Yeah. Well, and the new really under the sun. But I can say that, like. My generation, we kind of in like a weird spot because, you know, it's the older generation, you mm. know, how they were and how think back in my day ass mm. shit. Mm-hmm. Then we in that little sweet spot and then it's like the, the tech, you know what I mean, technology and all this millennial stuff. Mm-hmm. So because of that, it's like, I call it the sweet spot because, you know what I mean, it's the best of both worlds. Right. You know what I mean? And me personally, like, I, like, you know what I mean, I embodied the best of both worlds mm-hmm. meaning in like the streets and then also like the aspect of school and just right, like right. You, know, you know how to walk the line yeah and but i like but the beauty of it is i can not only walk the line i can bridge the gap between both mm-hmm. parties you mm-hmm. know what i mean and um so like the best advice i would say is to just completely understand that like like nip said it's a it's a marathon more than anything marathon you know what i mean continues. because um no matter what, it's gonna take you a time. It's gonna take time to figure out. It ain't gonna just happen overnight. You know what I mean? You're gonna fail. You're gonna, you, you know, I'm not gonna say you're gonna completely just keep failing, but right. you're gonna go through. You're gonna go through instances and lessons, and challenges that you're gonna have to overcome, and you're just gonna have to just have determination and will to do it within yourself. And that's lacking within a lot of people within my generation. Yeah. You know, even in the in the, in the respect of the things that I'm doing, I'm doing it for the most part on my own and it's difficult because it's on my own mm. and you know you always need support always yeah and I tried to like do it with my friends and me trying to force them to want to do something one that they didn't I guess fully believe in mm-hmm. or understand mm-hmm. I lost them you know what I mean and um like well, it was I mean, just like growing pains. Yeah, I mean, but with, with that specifically, sometimes, you know, when you're moving on a certain path, you just, you know, it's like shedding new skin. You get, yeah, some absolutely. people get left by the wayside, mm-hmm. especially when you're on on this path of enlightenment and growing and trying to be or aspiring to be more than what you are. You're gonna lose people. Yeah. That's, that comes with the game. It does, but it also helped me understand the game a lot more. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's like I, right, like I, right, in order. Alright. We all should to some extent dream big, have visions, have certain goals or aspirations set forth within ourselves right. that we wanna attain. Right. You know? That is that you have to tap into like, you know, your imagination and like, you know what I mean, that the faith in the unseen. Yeah, you know? Right. Because you you should understand that whatever you want, you can have. Mm. As long as you put in the work to obtain it, you know? Whatever it is, that's good, man. Like, like the law of attraction is a real thing. Absolutely, the law of attraction is a real thing. And um, so, like me personally, like it's it. I I I realized it. It was kind of hard to discuss 
certain things that I aspire to do mm -hmm. or I'm doing now mm -hmm. with small-minded individuals. And even with that, I don't even want to really call them small-minded individuals because it's taken as a negative connotation. I'm just more so saying that, like, in order to see a glimpse of the vision that I have for myself, mm -hmm. you yourself have to dream big for yourself. Right. You know what I mean? You have to set the bar high for yourself. Well, that's and that's why, you know, when we have these conversations, that's why I tell you, like, that's why you need to be more vocal because especially in this age of technology now mm -hmm. you can just put it out there and somebody will get it mm -hmm. that's the beauty of technology now you can do everything from your phone upload it and even if someone doesn't get it immediately someone down the line is gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna resonate with them mm -hmm. so that is that is worth putting it out there because someone will get it absolutely someone will get it but um this has uh, been a super dope conversation. I want to thank you, Jazz, for coming out. Yeah, I appreciate um, you for having me. Come, come back and um, f finish up. Yeah. Because I want to make sure nothing crazy happened to you in jail. We ain't get into all of that. Oh, yeah. Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> I ain't nothing crazy, you know. I feel like more people should hear your story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And even, like, I'll definitely come back because, you know, we only, we just, you know, we just scratched the surface in a sense yeah. anyway, yeah. you know. Um, so, um, give out your social, Jazz. Uh, yeah, the socials, um, Instagram at jmass201, J-M-A-S-S-201. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, follow him on there. Yeah. He got all types of designs, dope shit, doing fly shit and all of that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that was good, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah, this, man. Yeah, Thank you, man. Of course. Man. I appreciate you for having me. And also, like, I not even just, I don't just appreciate you for necessarily having me. I also appreciate you for the conversation that we had last week. Yeah, well. You know what I mean? Because without that conversation, I don't necessarily even think I'd really even be here today. You know I mean, what I mean? Well, you know, some, I mean, like, you know, me and, me and Frankie have conversations like that. People I really fuck with, people I, I, I care about and I want to see when. I'm always going to try to push them to do more than, mm -hmm. you mean, what they feel they can do. So if I can help in any way, I'm here for it. But um, make sure y'all go follow Jazz. He's, you know, I'm going to make this nigga be more vocal. Yeah. He's going to be out here. Um, he got, you know, merch. Uh, what's the what's the clothing line? Um, right, The clothing line is Civilized Kingdom. And even with that, I guess I could come back and break that down because... Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, you know how people say it's more than music. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it's more than fashion. All right, right, so check out Civilized Kingdom. Yeah. But in the meantime, in between time, follow us on everything. Uh, Instagram, for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. Follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC. Follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a fucking friend. And um, books for the stress. <laughs> Word. Read a fucking book. Definitely. You heard? Read a few books. Read a lot of goddamn books. Read a bunch of books. Peace and blessings, y'all. We out. Yeah.